listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Welcome to another episode of Francis and Friends by way of the chat room podcast. Uh, you know, you got me, Mr. Francis here. And uh, today we got another special guest, man. We got a uh, Toronto legend. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was here during the, uh, the big runs with the Raptors. Uh, we got my my guy, CJ Miles, man. How you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you? Everything's good over here. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good, man. Just I, we, we were kind of talking before and I, I mentioned, yeah, it was this morning I had some doctor stuff with my daughter. But yeah, man, life's good. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Man, feel um, the same way. <laughs> that's good. Uh, so I just want to just, just jump right into it. Right? Just jump right into it, man. Um, Dallas, Texas, man. Dallas, Texas. Yeah, man. Talk to me about uh, what it was like growing up in Dallas, Texas, man. Like you, what, like what, what, what kind of brought you to ball and 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 hooping. Uh, my family, really. Everybody, everybody played. Like I used to go to the, I used to, my parents and my, my mom and dad and my aunt and her boyfriend and eventually husband at the time, I used to go with them and watch them play pickup at the park. Okay. So like, with my mom, and my aunt playing with the men. Like, so my, everybody was in it. I saw men get mad and want to fight them because they couldn't <laughs> win. Like, yeah. um, so you know, it was always around my, my family's athletic competitive spirits. Like, you know, we just we competed at everything and basketball just kind of became, wow. you know, my thing. We all loved it. But I just kind of, you know, grabbed it by the horns. Yeah, that's crazy to, like, to, 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 to have like the, the roots of, of, of ball like in your family, have that kind of just be there for you to see all the time. That's crazy. Yeah. And not even like, you know, nobody playing at a big school or going pro none, just like literally love for basketball. Like no. It was nobody like it was it wasn't like I saw somebody go far with it and then be like, oh, that's why I want to do it. It was literally just love. We watched it, played it. Uh we we'd take clothes to church so we could play right after church. Like I'm talking about all the time. Like that was yeah, just yeah. a part of our life. My dad is still coaching to this day. Uh, that's dope. That's dope. So like who were some of the um players that you kind of looked up to like in in the league, man? Growing up. So my my favorite players growing up, um, Besides Michael Jordan, yeah, um, <laughs> I always say besides him because that's like everybody's list. Everybody wants to be like um, Mike. Yeah, especially at our age, like my age, growing up in the '90s. So, but Penny Hardaway was my guy. Yeah, um, I was like, that was the guy. Him, Grant Hill, and Ray Allen. Those were like my guys. Offset mm-hmm. of Michael Jordan. Um, you know, I just really, really, really enjoyed watching those guys play. I took a lot from them as a younger, like a young player, watching them play as far as their games, and then you know. As you get older and really understand the game, I just started – I was a basketball head, so I'm just watching yeah. everything. Anything yeah. basketball, I was watching it and picking it apart. But those okay. three guys were, like, my guys, though. Yeah, Penny is, like, one of my for sure favorite guards to watch ever. Like, injuries kind of killed his career. Yeah. Same with Grant Hill, but uh, 
Yeah. I know, right? It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got robbed of like <laughs> years of my favorite players. I actually got to play against Grant though, so that was cool. And Ray, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was cool, but I'm actually glad I didn't have to play against the Grant that I saw growing up. Yeah, like yeah, he would yeah. he, he would have murdered me. <laughs> he was special, man, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, you kind of got your introduction to hoops, end up at um Skyline. Um same school as uh Larry Johnson. AKA yeah. Grandma, you know? Yeah. We um, had the same coach too. That's that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. What um what was that like playing there, having your uh jersey re- retired there? Like what, what was that experience like? Man, um it's kind of crazy because I didn't the older I get, the more I, I I feel the weight of it. You know what I mean? How special it was for me to do yeah. that, infinite to do that for me. When I was younger, um, you know, I was just in it. You know, I was just playing basketball. Yeah. Like I didn't really think about it being this thing, you know. Um, I just was I just knew I was doing what I love to do. Yeah. And I was happy doing it. Um I we we lived um pretty much we lived kind of close to the school, so I got cool with the janitors. They should let me back in at night. I didn't have like I was like I had a key, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I got stories of being up there with the alarm going off and me running <laughs> off because I didn't want the police to get there to think I broke in there, broke like in, yeah. yeah, like all type of stuff like that. But um that school is special to me. That that time of my life is special because, you know, it really molded who I became to be and everything that I, you know, went on to do is that's the foundation of it, of Coach Mayo seeing a player like me before with Larry Johnson and understanding how to push me and understanding how to do. I was I was lucky for that. Yeah. Um, and then and then seeing a guy, you know, actually do it from my school. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that 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 kind of helps too as you get older. Like see a guy that goes the, and then even the traditional route goes Juco, Juco player of the year, then goes UNLV, freshman of the year, then goes with rookie of the year. Like, it's not yeah. like it was all, you know, easy. So mm-hmm. that was great. So, like, when you were in school, did Larry ever come back to school to talk to you all? Or, or was, like, he was in the, the, the prime of his career, so he wasn't really doing that? Yeah, he wasn't, um like, in Dallas as much. I ended up eventually getting the chance to meet him and talk to him and things like that. But he wasn't yeah. in Dallas as much around that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but when I got in the league, I really got the – he was really cool to me because he was working for the Knicks. So anytime I got to New York, we had a chance to sit down, talk, you know, things like that. But it it, it was just uh, – him having the same coach was like having him there kind of almost too, you know, yeah, the relationship yeah. they had and knowing that the things that he built this everything off of was from the same guy I could trust it. He was he was a special player, man. Like, only, I always man. remember this. That's how I remember, man. Yeah, my high school coach used to do it. So my high school coach always <laughs> also taught social studies in the school. So he used to make his classes do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So you finished at high school, and then you ended up committing to Texas. Yeah. Uh, University I signed Texas. and awesome. everything. Signed, I signed yeah. the papers and everything. You end up doing all that stuff. So talk, talk to me about that recruiting process. Like, do you always think you you, you were going to try and play back home in, uh, for college? Like, even though you didn't end no, up doing, actually. Like, you always think you doing that? No, actually. My first, uh-huh. and I, I never said it before, but I wanted to go to Georgia Tech. Okay. Like, okay. I want, I, like, the my, all my first, like, batch of visits, my instant, I wanted to go to Georgia Tech. Like, that was my first, like, feeling. Um, but then like, you know, some, having some time to sit on it and going on another visit to Kansas, um, doing some other things. And I just started thinking about what I could do for I, I my pride for my state and, you know, mm-hmm. where I was from kind of kicked in and I kind of wanted to be 
close enough to my parents, not close enough where they would be on me every day, <laughs> like close enough where they could come drive to my home games. Like that meant yeah. a lot to me. Yeah. I had my brothers and sisters were still at Skyline. I had two, I had a sister and a brother at Skyline still and a, and a younger sister who wasn't even in high school still. So like that kind of meant something to me. Um, and then obviously like it, it, it comes ironic because I get drafted to Utah. So I'm nowhere near there, but, um, yeah, yeah. I wanted to go to UT and they were good at the time. Rick Barnes was, was killing it at the time. And the, the, the group before me was the Marcus Aldridge, Daniel Gibson, those guys, so they had a really good team. P.J. Tucker was there before that, uh, before I got there. So I was going into a good spot, too. Yeah. Texas has always been strong, you know, like always, yeah. always been strong. So you said you took a visit to Kansas. Like, who, who were the other other visits that you had? You had? I did. Uh, so officially, I, I just did the three. I did uh, Georgia Tech, Kansas, and uh texas okay 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 um but i i, I visited some i visited some other schools i, right. I visited oklahoma like on the aau trip we stopped by there so it's just not you know officials just Official, when they pay yeah, for everything yeah. and they don't like but i i saw other schools um I, I was real high on north carolina and illinois also so were those your 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 final three so, yeah okay yeah well north carolina was in that mix too, too. um but I eventually like Texas just won it out because everything was right. Yeah, yeah. Like the positions needed to for that team was my position um, yeah. and my role. Um, not that you're scared of the competition, but if you got a good spot that's looking for you, yeah, like you want to take it, you know, and being close to home and you everything know, fit. yeah, everything fit. And then you know, we don't know this, but at the, end of the next year, if I'm there two years, Kevin Durant's coming the next year, so yeah. it's like pretty. Pretty, it's pretty crazy if you yeah. think about it. What could have yeah. happened in that space? So, um, it was great though to go through the process. The process was crazy. I never thought, you know, you see movies about it. You know what I mean? But you yeah. never dreamed that you're gonna. Well, I didn't. I didn't dream that I was the kid that was gonna be one of those kids in the movies with all the everybody coming down and taking the business and the flying and flying around and doing stuff like that. So it was kind of surreal. I kind of just stayed in the moment and enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I'm I'm grateful for all the things that basketball's done for me. Yeah, that's dope. Like I had uh, Micah Bongo on the uh -huh. show a while ago, and he and he talked about as well like why why he signed to go to Texas was because of coach, right? So so to hear you kind of talk about um, coach being like a reason for you kind of looking at there at like yeah, at he came he came know? to my house and and show nba player breakdowns of people he thought he could he they compared me to that he could help wow. me get my game to be like wow. you know what i mean like he yeah. thought ahead of just like Extra mile. telling me i was coming yeah you know yeah. he knew he said it, he knew i wasn't gonna be there to stay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was one of the things he brought to me too he said i don't i don't even know if you come in or not but like <laughs> like because that that started coming up that i could go yeah, but like he said that to me. He's like, I know, but he was like, what you could do for this state, for the kids here, for the school. Um, that was part of it too. Like, kind of like keep on bridging that gap that guys do want to play in their home state. All right, so then you end up foregoing college and going to the league. What kind of factored into that decision? Because that. That's a big jump, you know. Like yeah, so jump. I had multiple I had multiple teams guarantee they was gonna draft me. Mm -hmm. So what happened was I went through my senior year had no idea about any of the NBA stuff. My coach, my high school coach, and my dad, and a couple other people obviously because they got in touch with them. 
knew yeah. that teams were coming to games my senior year. I did not know. <laughs> I went my whole senior year with no clue. And then the season end, and they sat me down. I thought, and I thought it was just about maybe they were going to talk to me about if I was sure if I wanted to go to town. I thought it was something going on. Like, And yeah. I remember them sitting me down. They like, look, this is what's going on. Um, and these are the rules. Like, you can go do the workouts for NBA teams without an agent and still go to school. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you sign with an agent and you go in the draft, you got to stay. They told me all those rules at the time, this, that. Yeah. And I'm like, and me, you know, the whole goal is to get to the NBA. That's the like, yeah. that's the goal. Like, that's yeah, the goal. Yeah. So if I can get there and take a couple years off the learning curve, I always believed in my work ethic. I always believed in my talent. I always believed I would stay. Mm-hmm. I would be a player. I always believed that. So it was just about getting there. And I said, it makes no sense for me not to go do the workouts without an agent. Like, yeah. it makes no, it would be dumb if I had the opportunity to go see if I could go and not go. Not go so I went. Mm-hmm. I did, like, 13 workouts going up into the draft. A couple of teams had me back twice. And then uh, Utah, obviously, being one of the teams and a couple yeah. other teams um, told me they would draft me if I was there. And then other teams told me it was between one and other person. Like, I had really good odds Yeah, yeah. being first round. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up going second round because of trades, but I knew I was going to get picked. And that was all I needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you end up going second round to Utah. So mm-hmm. that that Utah team, you got Coach Sloan, rest in peace. You got uh Booze, yeah. you got mm-hmm. you got uh D Will on that roster. Yeah. Andre Karolinko. Yeah, AK forty seven. You got yeah. you got you got some dogs on that roster. Yeah. Who are some of your OGs on that roster? Just those I guys? Mean, so Darren being from, you know, the area made it easy um, to connect with. Um, and, you know, when you, you get drafted with a guy, y'all got a connection to y'all same year. Booze was always real good to me. Um, I mean, AK was cool. He didn't talk a lot early, but AK, you know, everybody was good to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the next year it became solid because, you know, Ronnie Price comes. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Brewer comes. Paul Millsap comes. Okay, they get yeah, drafted. Yeah. So, like, we become like a – they become like my guys. Like, because yeah, yeah. now it's a couple more younger guys. They're still older than me, but like closer to me. Yeah, I, you know the league at this time in 2005 is grown men. Still had vets, yeah. So no, yeah, vets. it's still like OG. Some of the yeah. old school guys still there. It hadn't turned into rosters being mainly 20 year. Yeah, it hadn't yeah, turned ball. into that. Yeah. So like, I was the youngest person on my team for what three years? Yeah, you after the hit. draft. Yeah, yeah, you after were, the draft, you were the yeah. youngest player jazz ever drafted. Yeah, so then the next year I was the youngest player, and then the next year I was the youngest <laughs> player. So like even with years on people, like I still couldn't, you know, I still yeah. I couldn't go out yeah. in the, until I was in my third year in the league. That's like, crazy. and that was, and we talking end of the third year because my birthday's in March. So yeah. like, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> and like not that that matters, but I'm just trying to put it in perspective. Like that's, that's yeah, what yeah. I had going on. So, but when those guys came, they were cool. Like, at least I had some other guys that played video games, at least I could play, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if I wasn't going out. Um, mm-hmm. But it was cool, though, those guys. And then we got a lot of good years together. We yeah. got a handful of good years to build and grow together. Yeah. All of us have good careers. Um, obviously, Darren and Paul become all-stars. And, oh, yeah. you know, Booz is already an all-star. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was great, man. I mean, yeah, D-Will, one of my favorite players of all time. Just, like, people forget how – good he was like everyone talks yeah. about cp3 now yeah well, he kind of upsets killing. me yeah it kind of upsets was, me sometimes he was killing cp3 like i like i i talk guys all the time like d will is one of my favorite big guards yeah. is solid man he was um, the best point guard in the league at yeah, one time yeah yeah nah, for sure and it wasn't like for like two weeks it no, was no, like no. he was killing. It was a good time he was a dominant point guard a dominant player in the league 
Um, we had a dominant team on the yeah. West in the Western Conference. We just had to play Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know what I mean? Like, if we being real about it, like, yeah, we had to play That's Kobe nice. with Powell and and Lamar and oh, Derek man. and um, who else? Uh, Gasol. We have one year where they got three seven footers on the floor at one time. Yeah. So Lamar is playing a three. Andrew Bottom wow. and Paul are both on the floor, and then Kobe oh, and Derek on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Booz and Paul Mills out by Power Fours. No disrespect, they great, yeah. but they six, seven, six, eight. Yeah, yeah. All that length, I, it was like it was a zone all the time. And then you got Kobe on yeah. top of all of that. You got Kobe, yeah. or I should say, Kobe, and he had all the rest of that. Oh, that was, yeah, put it. I, that's, like, that's, that's tough, man. That's and they had a solid tough. bench. They don't talk about those guys, but you know mm-hmm. that that was a really good team that we were playing against. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Melo's Melo's going crazy in Denver at this time. Yeah, T Mac and Yao were still in Houston at this time. Yeah, um, the West was the West was a garbage. No, nah, the West was wild West was at that crazy. time. Yeah, the West was the West. Like, Golden State is the it's the turning point in Golden State. It's after the yeah. We Believe and everything starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, it's 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 wild at that time. Yeah, like now things kind of even up a little bit in the NBA. Like mm-hmm. you got we got Celtics and, and Raptors. And yeah, whatever, kind of you know. But back then it was. The West was a spot. Like if, if, yeah. like, if you come out of the West, you know you got a legit chance to win it all. Exactly. You just got to get out of there. <laughs> just got to get out of the West. You got to get out That's of there. Fact. That's fact. That's fact. San Antonio is still good at that time. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got, you got, yeah, that was, that was, that was a, that was a tough, tough, yeah. tough, tough road. Um, What was your welcome to the, welcome to the league moment? So you were, you, you talked about being 18, being a mm-hmm. young boy on that roster with all the vets and you got, Coach Sloan, who from all from like from outside looking in, he looks like he's like a real uh hammer. Like he like he don't take no bullshit. None, None of that. No. None. <laughs> None of that. So what was no, your like funny story, story about him to show you how old school he was when I got there? <laughs> I was the first person in Utah to wear the sleeve, the shooting yeah. sleeve. Yeah. Like that was a big deal. <laughs> like that's how old school he was. I remember and I knew he was gonna make a big deal. I remember where we were. And everything the first day I wore, something I had tweaked my elbow or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, this is before it had taken over the league where everybody yeah, was wearing everyone's them. wearing it for fashion. Oh, yeah. I was like really the only one wearing them um for real for, for a real, while yeah. at this time. Yeah. It was kind of just sprinkling in, and we didn't even wear stuff like that there. We didn't wear headbands, we Not had that. to talk him into letting us have black shoes at one point. <laughs> um, so I remember we in Sacramento and I got the sleeve on and I leave my shooting shirt on. On until right before I got to run out and the start lineup like, to go check in the game. I mean to go to the jump ball. Yeah, and I, I like I used to d- dap the whole bench all the way up up to the store state before the start of the game. Yeah, and I leave it on and I take it off right before and I come dapping everybody down the line. <laughs> and Coach Sloan's looking at me crazy, and I get by him and I look back and I hear him go, "What the was that? What is that?" Like I hear him, but he's not gonna stop me now because yeah. the game starts and I'm dying inside. But I remember him like being, "Oh my goodness, we don't care about none of that." Like he didn't, he wasn't with none of that, man. Like, oh my, uh, he was the greatest though because yeah, of that. Yeah. Like he he was the greatest because he was like, "We basketball players, we go play yeah, hard." Coming to Done. Like, yeah, oh, I loved him for that. That's crazy. But yeah, as far as him, the way he was, he was, he just was a, he was like hard hat, bring your lunch pail, like, yeah, get to work. You no, know, he, yeah, he was, he, but he was, he wanted the goats, like, for that reason. Facts, yeah, for sure. So, follow, following, like, you were in Utah for what, three years? You were there? Seven. Seven years. Shoot, seven years. Okay. Yeah. You were there for seven years, and then you end up going to uh, Indiana after a while. Cleveland. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in Cleveland, and and, and then you were in India yeah. after that. You were in Cleveland two years, and India after that. Yeah. Well, Everybody I, I, forgets about the Cleveland years because nah, was, you were there. You I'll were be there honest, with, uh, like, Tristan Thompson was, from, from yeah, I was from there with Texas. Tristan and Kyrie. Yeah. yeah, you were there with those guys. Yeah. We had uh, oh. Lonzo G on that team. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember those teams. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's just easy to bypass because we didn't we didn't win a lot. We drafted Deion Waiters during that time also, so it was like just kind of starting the foundation of the turning around type thing. You guys drafted. And we were in the middle of that. Um, Anthony Bennett. You guys drafted Anthony Bennett. Yep. Yeah. Then after that, Braun came came back to town. You ended back. You, you ended up. Yeah, I go to Indiana the year he comes yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. So you're there with PG. Them boys, David West. Yeah, uh, D West, Roy man. Hibbert. D West, the the OG, man. OG, D West yeah, don't play yeah. no games either. <laughs> that was crazy too, though, because so I leave Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Indy's number one in the East at that time. They're yeah. looking for a shooter off the bench. That's how I get there. I had a two real good year. I have two good years in Cleveland, even though we didn't win a lot of games. Um, but that's what gets me to Indy. I signed. I'm sitting in my apartment watching the thing. That's the summer that Paul breaks his leg going yeah, into this yeah. season. Yeah. So like that throws everything. I mean, you know, it changes the season. We we almost make the playoffs that year, but um, it makes it wild. You guys were ninth, I think, that year. Yeah, we we were we were in a game that we had to win a game, and somebody else had to lose for us to get in. We were in Memphis, had to beat Memphis, mm-hmm. and we needed somebody else to lose. And I remember they covered the game on TV, and one of the guys at the stable at the table told me that the other team won during the game, wow. and I was I was hot. I think it was uh, Barry. <laughs> Uh, Barry was called in the game at that time, uh, John yeah. Barry. And he was like, why did he look at me like that? I was looking at him because I'm like, why did you tell me that? Like, <laughs> I was going to find out anyway, but I didn't need to know like, right game. now. Yeah. yeah like. uh, that's crazy. But, yeah. So yeah. talk about um, what a young PG was like. So like everyone sees the monster that PG is. You see he got the ball on the string. You can shoot the ball. He's like 6'7". Yeah. You got everything. Like what was PG like? I mean, he was just – so it's unfair in the beginning because I get there and he's on a broken leg when I meet him. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I knew who he was before that. Obviously, elite defensively, supreme athlete. Um, But I also got to see him fight back from being on a broken leg, which yeah. is crazy to see. Like, he got back way faster than he should have. The work he put in, yeah. the work he put on his craft, like that – Um, I think it kind of is a pivot for him too. It changes, it changes him even for the better. Yeah, even yeah. though you can say you know he lost a little bit of a year or whatever, but I think it changes his work and the type of things he had to do. Um, and he was already figuring it out, but mm-hmm. I saw him working on the ball handling, putting that thing on the string, the combos and the stuff. Shout out to Mike, who we both used to work out with. Mm-hmm. Um, all the days me and him, you know, we we shot after and before just to make just to be in the gym because he couldn't play yet. You know, yeah, he would just yeah. be in there, try to work any way he could. Um, <laughs> And that was dope to see, you know, somebody, you know, who was about to make a, a transition into being a superstar kind of get put on hold. Yeah. And nah, then he, he had to – but he went he back and there, got man. it. A lot of guys don't get it. Back, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't where he went to after that, though. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he was on his way to where he is now. Yeah. Yeah. He had he had battles with Braun. Like, that – those – Nah, those, yeah. Those series, those series with, with, with Braun, yeah. like, he, he was there, man. Like – he, he, he banged on that, that team. That team was so good too. Like they played yeah. hard, played yeah, great no. defensively, and then the game changed right under their feet. Yeah, went Yeah, in a year because of them. Like yeah. they forced it even faster like on the East Coast yeah, because yeah, of David Dominic. West and Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert. Yeah. Um. They everybody everybody saw them play against Atlanta in the playoffs, and they had what's the name shooting threes in that series against Roy. They had it spread. 
And everybody's like, oh, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. And I changed the game. Yeah. <sighs> All right. 2000, was it 2017? You're, you're, you're in Toronto? Yeah, that's when I get there. Yep. 2017, you get to Toronto. What yeah. was your first? So, any 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 league guy I talked to, so I, I talked to Derek Martin, I talked to Pop from Sabansu, I talked to I talked to a bunch of guys. So any guy I talked to, I always Shout asked Pops, him, man. Yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> asked him, man. I always asked him, what was your first experience like when you when you got to Toronto? Like I know you, I know, and you obviously played Toronto before in the league, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when you got to Toronto, what was that experience like for you? Honestly, the, it was just love. Like people, like just. The day I got here, like yeah. whenever I was, I remember the day I got here after we did our little stuff in the morning, yeah. press conference, all that stuff. I remember just being out. We went, to, we had to go do something and just like getting out the Uber to go into the building. Like people just being like, yo, like <laughs> just like right away walking I'll down the street, it, yeah. but not yeah. on some crazy, just like, yo, CJ, that a lot is like showing yeah. love. And it was like that from then from on, jump. Um, yeah. from jump, people were cool. People were like, they were great with me out in the street. I love Toronto for that. Then obviously I had my first kid up there. So my, my daughter is Canadian. So like we got ties to that for forever. And I think people rock with me because they got to see that side of me also. Yeah. yeah. Like because they did the they did the video and all the things we did. Shout out to Open Gym. But yeah, yeah. um I was that person all the time. So I think I just got a connection from the people because of that. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Like one thing about Toronto, man. Um Toronto loves people who just come to come out and work and, and their authentic self. That's why Toronto loved Demar so much, you mm-hmm. know, because Debo was one of those guys who just he was here always, yeah. here, you know. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle too. Like, like those guys are like always been around. So you were there with 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 those those two guys, Debo and Kyle. You guys had a like nice player front. I, I remember going to going to games. I'm like, yo, like this team has a legit chance. You know, legit chance. Oh, we did, for sure. Legit chance, you know. And then obviously, like, two years down the line, like, Kawhi comes and, you know, ch- yeah. championship happens. But you guys had a, had a legit chance. Like, talk about what the city was like, like, like during during those playoff runs. Because everyone always talks about, like, Toronto, um, the arena, the crowds and stuff, like, being, like, top notch. Like, what was the experience like being there at uh, ACC? Well, now it's, what's it called now? It's, Scotia Bank, Bank Center now, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, like. that energy was crazy. Um, uh, just because we we were really good, like, yeah, and sure. and people were behind us, and they felt it in the city. The energy in the city, you felt it when you were out, whether it be dinner after a game or whether yep. it be you know just something that was going on it had anything to do with us. People was rocking with us, and it was cool because they rocked with everybody, like top of the roster to the bottom of the roster. Sure. Like yeah. everybody, they rock with everybody. They show everybody love when they was out. It wasn't like um, not that Demar and Kyle are obviously deserving of the love, like like that they would get when they were out, but like mm-hmm. they all treated they, everybody treated all of us like that. Like they they got a little bit more obviously because they had roots here. But I mean, as far as just being out and people letting them know that they supported us and and being behind us, they they mm-hmm. rocked with us. Um, they they rocked with us. Those young guys that I was with with the bench mob situation, they they yeah, loved us yeah. for that. Like That's they cool, people yeah. still talk about that to me on social media, like. Sure, and it's cool to see those guys be be the guys now. Also, yeah, Fred, Pascal, yeah. OG, OG. Was there too. yeah, yeah. yeah. He he, man, he has a. I tell guys like like I like OG because he he he, he don't care. He just puts his head down. He's just yeah, one he of those care. guys, man. He just puts his head down. He his works, care. and he has a legit chance. I think you know, as long as Raptors say 
competitive, you know, let's say like um, yeah. high in high, high standing, like he has a chance to get, he has a chance yeah. to be defensive player of the year, in my opinion. No, facts. Yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. Yeah. As long so, as they stay competitive and they win, he'll get he'll 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 be there, right man. there for it. He's yeah. there, man. So that's the biggest thing. They gotta start turning that stuff into wins, like yeah, and consistently and making runs and you know, making noise. Cause that's unfortunately that's how that's gonna work. Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, can we give defensive player of the year to a guy on a team that's defense is not winning games? You know what I mean? Yeah, we can't yeah. we can't do that. It's yeah. like we can't give MVP to a guy who's not, not winning, winning games. Yeah. Like we we can't do that. It don't even because you can't be MVP of the league on a losing team. Yeah, that makes no sense. That's that's like throwing dirt on an award. Like if it's just about <laughs> scoring points, we could have gave a lot of people MVP over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe, Kobe. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get the Kobe. But um, so I kind of want to talk about just like your experiences, kind of like mentioning Kobe. Like you, like from 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 the games that I've watched when you were in Indiana, from the battles you had when you were. Uh, with the Jazz, like you and Kobe seem to have like a really good relationship. What was that kind of like going up with uh, versus Kobe, man? It's crazy that you said it because like it's weird because I did not have like any contact with him outside of basketball. Really? With, and it's just crazy to me. I always tell when we talk about this, it's crazy to me. My respect, obviously, besides him being a basketball player and mm. him being the greatest he was and who he was as a basketball player was – the one thing I noticed is that he respected the game so much. Like, even from the second I checked in and started playing when I was young, he wouldn't even know my game, mm-hmm. nothing like that. He treated me like I was a threat, which means, like, he wanted to win so bad. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, I got the night off because I got the young one. Yeah. He was like, nah, I'm going to make sure it don't turn into nothing. <laughs> but then he also saw we played each other so much, like, he saw me grow. Mm-hmm. He saw me grow, and, like, I had nights, like, I, I ain't saying, like, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. Like I was yeah. going at Kobe and I was getting that, but like I had battles with Kobe. Like I had nights where I held my own and sure. he had to guard me. Sure. You know what I mean? And that was me just want I wanted that. Mm-hmm. I wanted the night to against one of your idols. You know what yeah, I mean? Like sure, yeah. Can't lay down against him. Like there's he there's definitely nice he killed me too. <laughs> but I'm just saying it was nice that he had to make sure he paid attention. And he always, it was always love. My favorite story with him. When I was in Utah, and there's a game, I have a really good game against them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as a move, I do in a game, something happens to get to a step back on him, make a shot. So we leave, and I got two of my homeboys with me. One of my buddies I know since second grade, the other one I know for since we like 17, 18, whatever. Mm-hmm. We, they with me, we walking out. And I'm always last. I, I don't move fast after the game. I'm stretching. <laughs> like, my people that come see me, they get mad. And I'm like, I've been running for two hours. Why well, I got to yeah, run chilling. Yeah, you chilling. I'm chilling. Like, I'm – so we coming out, and he coming out the locker room, the guest locker room at the same time. And we walking down the hallway, He and, like, he's look up at me. He, he tapped me. He's like, yo, I forgot you like to do that step back going right. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> he, like, break it. He break the move down to me. Like, he was like that. He was like, that's good shit, basically. And he shake my hand. Yeah, and he yeah. on the bus, and me and my boys look at each other like we was like little kids. <laughs> like, yo, what just happened? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, mm-hmm. what really just happened right now? Yeah, like that's cold. That yeah, like you know what I <laughs> mean. Cold. For that second, like when we off the floor, he 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 being he on on the floor. I'm not looking at him like that. Yeah, off yeah. the floor, all that is back on sure. the table. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Sure, so sure. I'm a kid in my backyard at that time. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. That's 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 my that's favorite cool. thing about what the league did for me. Like the same thing when I went to Indiana, 
mm-hmm. my dinner to go to Indiana. I sat I sat down and had dinner with Larry Bird. Wow. Like that was what that was. Like yeah, he yeah. told me he wanted me to come play on his team. And that's why I try to tell people there's nothing you can say to me. Nothing, yeah. Like outside, like you people that don't play basketball and yeah. be on Twitter, and you're not gonna break my spirit ever. Not all. Like yeah. I said, that table. Larry Legends. Legends. You know what I mean? Larry I have people tell me I could do this. Yeah. The, the 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 forefathers. Yeah. Talk to me. I sat at tables with them. You yeah. you talking to me because you ain't win your bet. Like I'm not worried <laughs> about you. Like yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Larry Legend, man. People forget, man. He. Him and Magic saved the saved the NBA in the eighties. They, they saved they the did. NBA. You know what and I mean? then Michael so, Jordan was like, "I got it, I got it, <laughs> I got it." But no, facts. They they yeah. saved it. That rivalry, the commercials, everything, everything, they everything. They, everything. The shoes, like Damn. everything, everything. They, they they saved the NBA because people don't like. Obviously, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not old enough to to to, to be there. But like, I I read, I study stuff. Like the NBA was on tape delay. You know, like it, no, it was yeah, it was different. Yeah, there's no live games like you can come now and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm put the ESPN on and catch the game." None of that, you know. And then Magic and Larry came in and changed that. And now they signed a billion dollar TV deal, so everybody can be attached to it. Everyone, yeah, everybody, everybody. Um, so before I let you go, man, I had to jump into. I had to ask you, man. I know you're a rapper. You make you make your music, man. Give me your top five albums, man, of all time, man. I had to. I had to oh jump into man, it. I had to top jump into five it. albums of all time. Or if you can't do that, give me five albums that you could listen to from front to back with no skips. Uh, um, the B album by Common is on there. Okay. Um, Miss Education, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, yep. Uh, American Gangster, Jay Z. That's a, that's an underrated album. That's yeah. one of the underrated, yeah, underrated. Um, that's on there. Uh, oh, this is this is this is where it gets tricky because I can pick. It's so many, like it's so um, many, yeah, yeah. Um, mm, 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 mm. the crazy thing right now, I'm saying this because I'm listening to it a lot right now. Uh, No Fear of Time, the new mm. Black Star album that they yeah. put out recently, that one's on there. Like, I've been listening to that nonstop. Um, and then, one more. uh. Oof. One more. Probably. There's so many. You got, you got Nas, yeah. you got Big, you got Pop. Yeah, it's, so it's, many. It's, but no, it's Classics. probably um, 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 Outcast. Um, Outcast. Uh, 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 AT Aliens. AT Aliens, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a, a solid, and that's part. tough for me to say. That's yeah. tough for me to. That was hard. Because yeah, if you ask me, if you give me five more minutes, I'll probably change it. Change it. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about, about about music, man. Most of those, like Lauryn Hill, like that's a timeless album. Like that, right. that, that album will be good in, in thirty years. But that's why that's timeless. that's where I'm at with music too. Like that's yeah. the way I try to be with the music I make. I want that stuff. Like if somebody heard it twenty years from now, it can still listen to it, it still and rocks. It still got some essence to it, some feel mm-hmm. to it. It don't have to be so trendy. For, it's my soul. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. no. It's my. That's why we play a lot of live instruments. A lot of, like, I'm in here trying to teach myself the guitar and piano right now. Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. want to be able to play and grow with it. I want my music to be able to grow with me, grow so with I can make music me. until I'm sixty. Yeah. If I want yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like, it's not for uh, the hype on the charts. Yeah, it's not for that. I've been doing this since I was. I sang in choir. Did all that. I did everything coming up. I've, I've been a part of this. Or wanted to be anyway. I, that's dope, man. That's dope. All right, CJ. I'll definitely say, man, I was it was, the, it was dope chopping up with you. I really appreciate you taking the time to chop it up with me. Um, 
why don't you tell people what you're working on, man? You got you got your music stuff going on. You tell people you're working on. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm doing music right now. Like I was planning on starting to do some more stuff with that, uh, releasing and stuff at the top of the year. Um, all that stuff is on my social media stuff, or yeah. will be. Um, my fresco on everything. Like I made it easy. <laughs> Apple Music is my fresco. Twitter is my fresco. Instagram is my fresco. Everything. Hey. If you're looking hey. for me. Um, but then we doing the podcast. Uh, the Strictly Hoops. Yep. Uh, with Yahoo, with Yahoo Canada. That's what I'm really working on right now. We just really covering the team and um and, and NBA. Yep. Um, it's fun because we get to talk about the game and break it down and not so much be uh media. We don't have to do nothing for clicks. All right, y'all. As you can see, um, uh, I have some technical difficulties here. Um, Zoom bugging kicked me and CJ out, but uh, just wanted to say, uh, thank y'all for locking in. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, watching episode, um, taking in CJ stories. Um, be sure to uh, tune in to the other episodes we got coming up. We got uh, former Raptor Mike James coming up. Uh, we got Big Brother Canada season nine winner Sean Carter coming up. Um, yeah, all that stuff coming up, man. So thank you all for tuning in. It's been another episode of Francis and Friends podcast. My name is Mr. Francis. That's my daughter over there. We're out.